Oh, man, they just close it out, man. Grab a couple rebounds, get some stops. Uh, they had a big momentum run. Um, you know, they made some shots, got out of, got out of transition. Uh, we missed some shots. We got a little bit scrambled on the offensive end for a little bit. But we, I, I, it came down to that big shot. So. That was Carmelo Anthony of the New York Knicks, and I am Robbie J. This is Gotham City Sportscast here with my partner, T. Belvey. Tom, what's up, man? What's going on? How's, uh, how's New York sports looking today? Are we going to be happy with this uh, recap show, or are we going to be a little uh, PO'd? Uh, a little good news, a little bad news, but I would say we got some really good news. I'm fired up about the next tonight, baby. You're fired up. We heard from Carmelo. Carmelo actually had a, a big shot. If you didn't see the game, uh, he, uh, he nailed a three-pointer right at the end, put him over 30 points for the, for the night. And uh, somebody here, I don't remember who, but somebody here predicted that Carmelo was going to get 30-plus and nine rebounds. Who was that, and was he right? I don't know, but this guy was right like he always is, and he also guaranteed the Knicks were going to win too, so don't forget about that. T. Belvey, he's like a regular swami. He can look in that crystal ball. He tells you Carmelo's going to get 30 points, 9 rebounds. You better bet on it because his butt was right. So the Knicks take a win away from Philly, who they're competing for the sixth, uh, the sixth seed in the East. Uh, they win at 97-92. Some notable stats. Uh, Carmelo finishes with 31. Amari with 18. Am I the only one that's seen his average uh, average points per game go down a pretty good amount since Melo's been around? You know, no, you're that? not. It has. It definitely has went down a little bit. Um, I mean, I barely you know. see him hit 20 each game. But, I mean, obviously there's only so many points to go around. Melo's been scoring 30 per game the last week. But um, I, I you know, usually he's in the high teens to low 20s recently. Yeah, but he is getting the shots, though. You know, it's not lack of shots. He's just That's been true. forcing it a lot. You know, he's been driving a lane, forcing it a lot, and just not taking as good of shot selection as he was uh, earlier in the season. Well, another thing, too, is uh, Carmelo does, and has recently especially, uh, like it from behind the arc, too. He shot five for eight tonight where, uh, you know, Amari's not going to take many, if any. He took one three-pointer tonight. He didn't hit it. So that's going to obviously bump up your points, too. Um, that and also before you know before Carmelo came to this team, uh, you know Amari was the guy in the fourth. That's and true. Now it's Carmelo, and then, you know it has to be Carmelo because I, you know, what I said a couple of days ago, I told you you got three closes in the league. It's Kobe, Carmelo, and Dwayne Wade, and uh, if you got one of those guys, and you don't give him the ball in the fourth, you're an idiot. Yeah. I totally agree. And actually, one thing, uh, you and I were talking during the game. We, we text each other a lot to try to keep in contact. And uh, you had said that Carmelo sat with 28 points, and you were worried that he wasn't going to get his 30 and your prediction might not come through. Well, at that point, Carmelo sat for a good, uh, I don't know, almost a whole quarter because he had four fouls. And uh, that's where the Knicks started to lose it. They actually had a 19-point lead in the third, uh, in the third quarter they, uh, with uh, 6-16 left to go in the third. And they ended up giving up the lead and going down by a point. So do you think this had anything to do with Carmelo being out of the game? Or is it just, um, you know, a good run by the Sixers? Uh, you know, I, it definitely has a little something to do with, with Carmelo coming out of the game. Because um, when, when, he, when, when Carmelo is in the type of zone that he's in right now, it's easy to get used to just continuing to feed him the rock throughout the game. Yeah. And um, when he wasn't in 
It seemed like the offense kind of, you know, it stopped running as smoothly as it was. Uh, Douglas was kind of going out of his way to force it to Amari. And like I said, Amari wasn't on tonight. He was 7-19. And, um, you know, it just it, it wasn't a good mix. The Sixers went on fire. We didn't have the offense, to, uh, the offensive power to counter them. And uh, like you said, they, they ended up taking a one-point lead over us. Yep, and uh, neither team broke the 100, the century mark, this game. Um, so it wasn't an extremely high-scoring game. But, you know, I wouldn't necessarily chalk that up to defense either. Both teams didn't really shoot so fabulous. Um, the uh, the Knicks, I think the other night, last game, last night, they shot 50-something percent from three-point line. And you're not going to expect that every night. Uh, only 35% tonight. Uh, but you mentioned Tony Douglas, and he had another 17 points, another great game off the bench for him. I mean, what, where are the Knicks without him? Uh, t- tell me also, uh, we saw something with Chauncey tonight. What, what, what's going on with those two? Well, first of all, you gotta give credit to Donnie Walsh for buying that first round pick and taking Tony Douglas at number yeah. twenty nine. I'm pretty sure it was. Um, I mean, that's you know, like we spoke about before. This is why Donnie needs to be extended. Um, you know, he he was smart enough to know, wow, this guy Tony Douglas is out on the board. This is a guy I was looking at. I didn't think he was going to be available at 29. Let me go out and buy that pick for I think it was about maybe one and a half, maybe to one and a half to three million in that range is what they paid for that pick. And for a guy like Tony Douglas, who's coming off your bench right now, becoming your sixth man, uh, it's a steal. You know, yeah. bottom line, it's a steal. So Tony Douglas is the type of guy that championship teams have coming off the bench. You know what I mean? That's the type of guy that Tony Douglas is. He's that six man that's going to come off the bench, give you the three point, give you a little perimeter defense running around all over the court. And uh, like Chauncey said earlier today, you know, Tony does kind of panic sometimes toward the end of the games. And with the mentoring of Billups, um, uh, he's uh, Douglas is going to become smarter and and you know uh, make better decisions uh, when the game's on the line and he'll become an even better player. He won't always be looking to shoot. He he'll be looking to dish and make the smart pass and uh, he's only going to get better as it goes on. As far as Billups goes, he was a mess again tonight. You know, one for seven. Uh, and the thing that sticks out to me the most is the zero dimes. I don't know what that's all about. I don't get it. I don't like it. You know, I mean, it's not like he had a lack of minutes. I mean, he played 24 minutes. I mean, that's, you know, I mean, Fields only played 25. So you can't you can't chalk it up to that. And it's like, you know, Amari leading the team in dimes. What? You know, I mean, I'm a little I, I like it. Don't get me wrong, I like it, but I'd like to see a little bit more. Go ahead and of, explain uh, that in layman ter- layman terms for the, for our viewers. Dimes, you're referring to assists, yeah? Yeah, and if you don't know that, you really are a lame <laughs> man. How about that? <laughs> well, know? I don't think you should talk about our viewers that way. Well, but, I uh, think all of our viewers know what a dime is, right. and if they don't, they need to... Uh, you need to brush Just up stop listening. No, please don't. <laughs> you know? Don't stop listening. <laughs> so you sorry. Don't know what a dime is. Oh, sorry. Well, you There's should know that. If you're a basketball a fan, you should know that. Well, anyway, uh, I won't. I won't. Uh, <laughs> I won't be that rough on him. But but if you want to stop listening, I'm fired fine. up. I told you he before the show. Fired, fired up. up. We're getting the predictions right. We're looking good, man. I'm fired up tonight. 
Fired up. So you uh, had a couple things you wanted me to mention, and that's good. I appreciate that because we, we both watch the game in a different way. Uh, yeah. And, and uh, sometimes we miss things. And you, you had mentioned uh, uh, Billy Walker had a block on Hawes. Uh, huge height difference. Uh, Hawes is seven foot one. Uh, Bill Walker's only six six. I didn't catch it, so tell me what you saw there. You see, you saw something worth mentioning. Yeah, I mean, like uh, we we touched on it a little bit the other day when Bill Walker is asserting himself off the bench. The Knicks win games. Now, if you look at Walker's line, it doesn't look like much, but. It's not about what's on the stat sheet. Walker is the guy that can get in and give you a big play. When you're in a game like this and a big seven-foot-one monster is driving the lane, trying to slam it down, if he is successful with that slam, this crowd is going to erupt and it's going to give him momentum. But a little guy, well, not little, but compared to Hawes at 6'6", yeah. yeah. a little guy like Bill Walker comes flying in with that vertical leap and says, get that garbage out of here. Stuffing you. Yeah. It was beautiful. And the Knicks need it. more of that. It's they have no very little uh they, they don't they don't put any fear in their opponents when it comes to the paint. They they just get walked all over. Dwight Howard is a perfect example. If you ever watch an Orlando game, he can uh it's like he he, he writes even his Elton own ticket. Brand. Even El Elton yeah, Brand right. Brand. Yeah. Tell him what Brand did. You know what he did. Yeah, El Elton Brand didn't have a terrible game. He put up 24 points, um, and it seems that uh, he always has his big games against the Knicks. I know uh, somewhere around midseason the Knicks played the Sixers, and he had his career high – or, sorry, his team high, the highest game he's ever had with Philly in the last couple of years he's been with them. Mm -hmm. So he likes to turn it on. Uh, I, I don't know for sure if they were at the Garden that game specifically, but – uh, you know, it's something about the Knicks that brings it out in them. And, and uh, if they play defense where it's, you know, the Olay defense, you come to the paint, you get a free pass. People like Brand and, and uh, you know, I mentioned Howard, but these inside guys are just going to eat you alive. So that's really nice to see. It's a good thing to see um, in there uh, giving some intimidation. Uh, and speaking of big guys, um, we also had uh, another big guy who, who, who had a couple of uh, threes, right, that, that you thought were uh, – were pretty big. Uh, Sean Williams hit two big threes off the bench at, at opportune times that helped out. Yeah, Sean Williams coming in off the bench, and um, you know he does shoot for the highest percentage on the team. Um, yep. He went through a rough streak for a little bit there during the losing streak. He wasn't knocking down his threes. Um, you know, you look at it; he's two for four, and that's fifty percent. That's really good. Yeah. Um, you know. It, it, it doesn't look like much, but it really is. I mean, three-pointers are big. They're like similar to the dunks. It's a big momentum boost. And uh, with him coming in and giving you that boost off the bench, it's looking really good for the Knicks right now. Yeah, and, and I especially feel that a lot at the Garden. Whenever Sean Williams gets the ball in the corner, uh, you you know it's going to go in You know, half or more of the time. And, and the Garden knows it too. So they're always big on, on his three-pointers. Uh, and they always seem to come at the right time, too. Yep. But um, – and I mentioned uh, mentioned the garden, and that reminds me of uh, – you know, Tom and I, TB and I, don't we don't get to watch it. We're in Arizona, so we don't get to watch on MSG every game. Uh, we, we have the NBA League pass where they, they broadcast whatever is the, usually the home team. And tonight it was Philly, and they had the Philly announcers. So we, we, we miss Clyde the Glide and, and, uh, and all his, his sayings, but – 
I picked up one from tonight, and I, I don't know the the, uh, sport, the broadcaster's name, so forgive me. I didn't do my research, but I just had to mention it. I texted to Tom right away, and, and I couldn't believe he said it. So Stoudemire goes in for a dunk, and he misses it. It was pretty, it was pretty weak, all right? It looked, it looked, he didn't look so good doing it. So I guess he felt it, too. He, did, he stood around after this dunk he missed while the Sixers ran back down the court and scored. So they try the inbound pass all the way to Stoudemire on the other end, <laughs> and um, uh, where's the quote here? The announcer says, oh, this is a quote, and there's Stoudemire picking cherries and doing the whole beauty pageant thing. And I was just <laughs> like, I can't believe I have to listen to these guys every time. You know, I, I have to listen to the away announcers. What in the hell is he talking about, the beauty pageant thing? You got any insight on that? Because I'm, I'm you know, speechless. I don't even know. I, I, you know, like I said, I don't know. I missed it because this friggin' smoke alarm was going off over here, so I actually missed that you play. Start- um, yeah, that's how fired up I am. So um, I don't know what he was doing. Well, I mean, I just, wish I could have seen it. It was a cherry pick, but you know, it was Stoudemire. He was probably yeah. No, I understand that, steam. but what does he mean by the beauty pageant thing? I don't know, I, but I wish I could have seen that play. It's it's so interesting to me. As much as I dislike it, it does add another dynamic to hear. You know, are these announcers getting paid, or are they really fans of the team? Um, and it, you could tell at least, if nothing else, these guys are fans, just like us, watching a game because they get po'd, pissed off at at some of these things. And he was just mad that that Stoudemire was hanging back, uh, and he didn't even score. So I, I, anyway, I thought it was wild. It's, uh, <laughs> cher- picking cherries, doing the pageant thing. Uh, anyway, that one's going in the books. I'm not going to forget that one. So Amare was picking cherries, and he didn't even score. No, he didn't ah, score. A, the, the pass went Aaron. He didn't even he didn't even get the pass. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm going to have to go back and look at that play after the show. And yeah, see exactly yeah. It was funny. I tried to find a soundbite, but I couldn't get it in time. But uh, but that that was it was very interesting. Um, any other notables? Let's see for this game, Thaddeus Young, or as they say in Philly, Thad Young. He's apparently. Uh, uh, the the best thing since sliced bread over there, six man <laughs> of the year according to their announcers, but um, he uh, he had twenty five points, so he led the team. Elton Brand with twenty four right behind him, but it wasn't enough. So the Knicks take a victory; they move into sixth place by half a game right now. If it were to end tonight, uh, we would be looking at a Knicks Miami series for the first round, um, which is because Miami dropped, Boston went up. Um, so we got Chicago, Boston, Miami, Orlando, Atlanta, New York, Philly, and Indiana. Uh, any any comments on the Eastern Conference right now? It looks like there's still some jockeying. Every, every no 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 one's in in place. But I know we were thinking something about you know if the Bulls can lock in their place, how that would benefit the Knicks. Uh, any comments? Well, here it is. The Bulls are going to lock that down, guaranteed. So they're going to take no first. doubt about it. Yeah, the Bulls got that wrapped up. There's no way they're going to lose it. If they do, it's an epic collapse, and they won't let it happen. Uh, what you're going to look for right now is what is going on with Dwayne Wade. He was out of the game tonight. Mm-hmm. The Heat struggled. They put up 85 on the Bucks. Now, the Bucks are a pretty decent defensive team, but not the greatest, not one of the best. They're not even in the playoffs. They were eliminated tonight when Indiana won. So what does that say? They put up 85 without um, – D. Wade, LeBron, I think he put up 29. Yeah, he did. He put up 29. Yeah, he did. Um, you know, if, if D. Wade's going to sit out or either, you know, a game or two, yeah. 
the Celtics have a shot to take that spot and lock it up, which would make us play. If, well, if we continue to play the way we're playing and we stay at the number six, we'll be playing against uh, Miami. Well, now tell me what the Knicks got on tap for their schedule and how you think that would affect the seeding too. I mean, I mean there's something there if, if Boston locks or, or Chicago locks their seed. Uh, that could actually help them. Well, I continue the streak to go to uh, the streak. I, the streak's going to continue. They're going to play New Jersey. They're going to beat them. I mean, the way that they're playing right now, there's no way New Jersey's going to beat us. Indiana's the question mark because we know we have trouble with them. That's going to be a tough game. That's going to be a test. But the real test of the last two games of the season, mm-hmm. but like you said, before we went on the air, is it going to be a test or are these guys going to be on the bench or the spots going to be locked up? Will Boston have that number two spot locked up by that last game? Will Chicago have the number one spot locked up by that game? Well, you got to think if if Chicago locks the first seed and they're, they've only got two games left in the season, they don't want to risk injury. They don't want to risk fatigue. Of course, Uh, because if they don't have D Rose, they, they go nowhere. Yeah. And I think think Rose doesn't play 20 minutes in that game. If you, if he's lucky. Yeah, he might sit the whole game. Maybe they're going to play him. Yeah, I mean, that's because that's how important he is to that team. Yeah. You know, I think he's um, that the most important, you know, single player to a team. That's how much, you, you well, know, you talk about Yo Kanoa, you talk about Boozer, but these guys go Rose, 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 yeah, Rose. They do. they do. You're handing him the MVP, is what you're doing right now. Well, personally, myself, I've been saying all year, Dwight Howard for MVP. That's who I would give it to. They do the but, same thing down there. It's Howard, yeah, Howard, I mean, Howard all night. Yeah, it's the same thing with him, man. I mean, Howard's got really nobody out there. I mean, that team is a mess. They got the, probably the worst bench in the league. Uh, to me, I would give it to Howard, but I understand why Rose deserves it because he's got them at the number one spot, you know? Yeah, and Howard's That's, been there, uh, been in Orlando kind of doing this, you know, good team, not elite, but good team thing for the last couple of years. Uh, Chicago kind of came out of nowhere with this number yeah. one thing. Yeah, that's, I mean, they brought good. in Thibodeau, they, they brought in uh, Boozer, and, uh, you know, it all clicked. It clicked. Yeah, it did. And that's your hope when you bring pieces in, and, and that's what the Knicks are looking for, uh, hoping to make Donnie Walsh look like a genius. And so far, you know, with their winning streak right now, if they go into the playoffs like this, he is looking like the Wizard of Oz right now. Yeah, he is. So uh, that, that that wraps up our NBA. The Knicks, uh, they'll be playing. So real, real quick before we wrap the NBA, I just want to let everybody know, in case they didn't listen to the last show, that we told them what was going to happen. You know that, Robbie J. We told them Mello was going for 30. We did. We, we did. told them Mello was going for nine. Yep. We told them Mello was one of the best closers in the game, and the ball's got to be in his hands at the end of the game. And what happened tonight? You fired. What happened? What happened tonight, Robbie? Yeah, yeah, he did it. He closed the game out. He had a game-winning he called three. It. You sent me the message. You said, "Watch Melo hit the shot." And what did he do? He freaking yeah. hit it. You know, it's All that's right? yeah. He was at twenty-eight points, and I texted him and I said, "He needs thirty. He's going to get this three to win it." And uh, and he did it. So right after he sent the text. Right after bang. he sent the text. Now, not only that, I want to just say to the people that are still criticizing the trade because the, uh, the Denver Knicks won again tonight. The Denver They beat Knicks. the Mavericks. So the people that are still out there criticizing the trade, I could guarantee you in that situation with the game on the line, Gallinari, if he takes Brick. that shot, he's bricking it. Brick. If he even has the guts to take that shot, because not that many people are going to have the guts to throw up that shot with a man in your face like that. You know what I mean? He just, like I said, no conscience. He'll take any shot at any time. It doesn't bother him. You think Chandler's hitting that shot? Not going to happen. 
You think Felton's hitting that shot? Not going to happen. They probably don't even have the guts to take that shot. They're looking to dish it off. We got the closer. It was ballsy. This is the star. This is what we need. Stars win playoff series. Okay? So don't be surprised. Go up against the Thunder in the first round when they get eliminated. And if the Knicks play the Heat, don't be surprised to see the Knicks go into round two. I'm calling it now. I'm fired up, Robbie. Fired up. You're calling it round two, huh? So there, it doesn't matter who it is. Miami Celtics, they're going to take him out. Well, I'm not going Celtics. Oh, I'm, okay. go, I'm not going that far. <laughs> but if it's Miami, okay. we're going my, We're going around. So two, put it in the books, fellas. Uh, TB calls the uh, the Knicks over the heat if they play him. You got it. All right. It's in the books. And we're guaranteeing another win against Jersey. And <laughs> tomorrow or uh, when are they playing Jersey? Whenever they play Jersey, they're going to win. That's Friday night. Okay, Friday night, Jersey. We got it because we might uh, we might not be on again till Friday. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Maybe we maybe we we do a Knicks one, but if they or a Mets a Mets only, but if they lose, we're not going to want to do it. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of the Mets, win. We'll do it. If the Mets win, we'll do one. Uh, Speaking of the Mets, hang in there, folks. Uh, Got another audio clip for you. Here it goes. Back toward the middle, off the glove of Boyer. Howard trying to leg it out. Polanco's coming home. Enos is thrown to the plate. Not in time. That was the scene at Citizens Bank Park where uh, Ryan Howard kind of put a little knife in the Mets tonight. It was 8-7 to seven at that point. Howard scores. Uh, Polanco, uh, who, uh, who came in, uh, wasn't expected to come in. That's why, uh, that's why it kind of was an exciting uh, broadcast. But... Um, so the Mets dropped this one. If you haven't heard, the Mets actually dropped this uh, final score of 10 to 7. And um, uh, we had Pelfs on the mound. And, and I said before the season started, you know, which Pelfrey are we going to see? And unfortunately, we've only seen the dark Pelfrey uh, both start so far. He only went two innings, let up eight hits, seven runs, six of them earned. Uh, right now, his uh, his ERA is fifteen point six three. I know it's early; it's only two games, but uh, man, that's a rough start. Uh, what do you think about Pelfrey so far, Bells? Well, listen, you know we had our we had our specialist on a couple of shows ago, and we touched on it. We said we think Pelfrey at the most should be a number three, okay? And on some teams, he'll he's a four and a five. Some teams so he's in the ball. Uh, some teams he's in the bullpen. He don't make the starting rotation. In the Phillies, you know, I mean, well, after what we've seen from Bland today, maybe who knows? I mean, it's a toss-up between those two guys. But you know, it's early in the season, so let's see. Let's not let's not jump on him too too badly, right? No, not too badly. Blanton didn't have a very good day either. He started out good, uh, but uh, come the uh, fourth and the fifth, the Mets were able to put up seven runs against him, and he got knocked out too. So. Um, but, uh, <laughs> there's some guy that I, that I think is just, his name is hilarious. Antonio Bastardo. Bastardo gets <laughs> the win. Um, and, uh, the Bastardo child. That's right. Is, uh, God knows where his father is, but he, um, <laughs> he, he gets the win. Phillies take game two of the three game series. Um, let's see real quick stats wise. I mean, what jumps off the, off the paper here? Not a whole lot. They hit the, the Mets today. Anything uh, particular impress you uh, for New York today? Um, you know, I guess I would say I like that. Um, 
I mean, two for five is the best. They, nobody went more than two hits tonight. Reyes, uh, Pagan, Ike, and Emos all had two hits tonight. Uh, yeah, I mean, I like that Emos had a, had a couple hits. I like that. Yeah, that, that's always a good thing. He had a walk, too. He was two for three. I, I kind of like that. I like Davis, too. I like, Yeah, I mean, I like the young guys getting loved, you know? It is good like to see. see I like to see a little bit, uh, you know, I don't like to see them three three strikeouts from D. Wright. I don't yeah. like that. Yeah. But, you know, whatever. We're not going to complain. D. Wright's probably <laughs> hitting the best on the team right now overall, so we're not going to really complain about that. Yeah. Well, um, uh, well a, a, a decent, a, a bright-ish spot. Uh, K-Rod came in. He had a good inning. Uh, struck two out, and he, um, he got out of his inning uh, without a problem. And... Um, we also had uh, da, 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 Taylor Taylor Buckholtz also, uh, and he had, he pitched well. Uh, did you did you get did you catch Taylor or, or any of the other um, pitchers? I didn't. Tonight? No, I, well, unfortunately, I didn't catch the game because I was glued to the Knicks game. Obviously, yeah, you know I'm a diehard Knicks fan. Um, it's tough for me to, to change a channel. I can't even really change a channel. Well, it's it's, it's a playoff race, so that's so. The main um, but but you know from what I from what I was hearing from you and what I was seeing on you know the message boards and Twitter and whatnot, he looked really good. I'm gonna have to go back and actually watch some highlights for myself just because i want to see what kind of stuff he's got exactly yeah. but i see um five k's in two innings i don't like yeah. that no it was good he pitched well he did let up a couple of hits but uh he he pitched well and, and what, uh, i and what he really wasn't even in our analysis i don't even what, think we what, talked about uh, talked to russ about him we touched on him a little bit did but we, we kind of just brushed him you know we didn't uh, we didn't really get too into yeah. it with him um but what did you what what exactly did you witness? Did you see any of the um, you saw the Mets coming back because you were texting? Yeah, no, I did. I I was able to switch back with the Knicks. Uh, it was probably during the Knicks' downfall when they let up a nineteen point lead. Um, but uh, they I switched back and forth. I did see uh, Ryan Howard destroy us. He went to, he had four hits tonight. Um, I was able to catch the which part was that. Uh, the yeah the fifth inning so I did see the the Mets on their run so so it looked good and and they actually had tied it they were down seven to nothing and you saw the it. Dan Murphy hit right yeah That's I did I saw, saw, yeah okay. I saw Murphy yeah, you texted me that yeah, just bases loaded Murphy got a double um, and uh, and and they were seven seven until um, until the next inning where Ryan Howard uh, uh, he had a he, you heard the clip he 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 brought him in ten seven and and the uh, the pitching held up for Philly the rest of the night, and the Mets really couldn't put anything else together. So, that's uh, um, you know, what are you going to do? You're not going to win every game. One and one. We got the rubber match tomorrow, and they can still take this series. Um, and I was mentioning to you that the uh, the Mets are actually f- last year they were five seventeen and four in road series. They only had five road series wins the entire year of 2010. Yeesh. So if they can take this against Halliday tomorrow. Uh, that would be their second straight road win of the year. And, and that would, you know, if they can start winning games on the road, we know they can, you know, hopefully they can do it at home, although it is City Field. Sometimes it doesn't feel like home. Uh, it, it'd be a good advantage. So we'll see. They can, they can keep winning road series, even if they, they drop a game or, or split a series even. Uh, they'd be better than uh, – let's just hope they can do something against Halliday tomorrow. Well, I mean, listen, I mean, even a, a road series win is, is huge, but a road series win against uh, Halliday is even sweeter. Yeah. You know, to get that final game, to get that final win against a guy like that, 
It's a confidence boost for sure. It is. It's a confidence boost and uh, it ain't going to be easy. Nope. No, it's, it, it's, um, well, we'll see. We'll see. I, I, I did see Angel Pagan had two home runs. That was another bright spot too, that I, I forgot to mention. That's, uh, that's a rarity for him in multiple home run games, but uh, it just wasn't enough. You know, the Mets, uh, the Mets, they peaked, they got seven, seven, but uh, they, they couldn't pull it out. So, um, and we'll see what they can do tomorrow. And hopefully um, if it's anything like uh, it's over in, in Yankee stadium, they'll be able to play. Well, what's going on over at Yankee stadium tonight? Uh, postponed due to rain. Um, you know, weather wasn't good enough for the game. Um, I know they had a rain reports, delay, so they just, they just canceled Yeah, it. reports coming out before the game started that Jeter was going to be on the bench. Um, really? Wasn't, wasn't too – I was a little surprised by that, but I wouldn't read into it too much. Um, you know, uh, I, I think he's going to be all right. Um, just just a little – I mean, it's just it's kind of strange, you know. It's, it's strange to me that he would already be headed to the bench. Did but, they say uh, specifically was it for health? Health reasons? They didn't say any reasoning of why. No, they didn't give a reason why why he was going there. Maybe the weather. I, you know, I'm not sure. They didn't get too detailed into it because the game never happened. Because it seems you know pretty I mean? early in the year to be taking uh, taking breaks. I know he's been, he's he's a veteran at this point, but I don't think he's that out of shape. So there must have been something more to it that we'll have to look into. Yeah, and um, another interesting note on the Yanks: um, a direct quote from Cliff Lee, who. Kind of snubbed the Yanks. Mm-hmm. Pretty short quote, but it's a direct quote. They're getting old. They're getting old. So, I mean, take that how you want to take it. Maybe that countered into Lee's decision to not sign there. Wow. I'm not sure. I Like I said, I think Lee's wrong. I mean, well, they are. They're getting old. But I think um, I still picked them to win the division, and I still stand by that. Well, the uh, bad news for the Yankees is their game was rained out. But you know the real good news, don't you? Yeah, I mean, the good news for the Yanks, of course, is that Boston couldn't get it going again today. They are 0-5. Wow. All the so-called experts had them winning the division by a lot. Yeah. The Yanks weren't going to be able to keep up with them. They're one of three teams. Crawford. Uh, you know, the the pitching staff, Dice K is gonna come back, he's gonna have a better year. Well, Dice K came back, he got shelled again, three runs and in five innings. Um Crawford at least finally showed up for the for the Red Sox. But I mean they're a mess. Simply put, they're a mess over there. They can't get it together. They go down eight to four to the Indians. So Yankee fans, sit tight. Um, you know, hang in there. And you guys are going to get it rolling again. I promise you. Like we said, your membership's going to be revoked from the Losers Club. The Loser Club. And, well, it looks uh, like Boston's the one handing out the uh, memberships now. So feel feel good about it. And enjoy your double header because uh, I guess you'll be getting one of those. Uh, I don't know if they'll get it in this series, but um, you're going to have to. Yeah, make that I'm not game sure. Up, I don't. I didn't. Uh, I, I didn't hear anything yet on exactly what they're going to do. But um, yeah. I mean, like I said. It's 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 wide open right now. Even Tampa Bay is zero and five. Zero and five, East. yeah. So uh, the, the only other team zero and five is the uh, is is the Astros, Houston. Okay, so and then you know you got the Yanks there sitting in third place, and Baltimore and Toronto four and one. Enjoy it, Toronto, because you ain't gonna be there in first place any much longer. And uh, I don't know, Baltimore, I kind of like them. Buck Walter, these guys are looking good, but still, 
division's going to the Yanks. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, I'm not very up and up on all my teams in the in the MLB right now. Uh, but I was just looking at the standings for the first time, uh, pretty much since the season started, and I'm a little shocked to see Cincinnati five and zero right now. Um, well, I, that did means I miss I over there. You might have. Yeah, I mean, I, you might. Yeah, you did. Because uh, they, 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 yeah, they they were good last year. A lot of people have them winning the division. They have an excellent staff. But a pitching, five and zero? So. Oh, do they? I mean, that's big. Yeah, not surprised. Not okay. surprised. I mean, if you if you break down the numbers and you take a look at that, they got a lot of fantasy studs on there. And like I said, they got a great pitching staff. They got a young squad. Joey Votto leading the way, uh, and their pitching is incredible. I mean, if you click on their page right now, yeah. you're going to see their first. first I'm first, looking at third. that right now. First. First in runs, first in batting average, first in on-base percentage, third in slugging. That's just their offense. Yeah, they don't play games. You know, they don't play games. But wow. you're, you know, you're not the only one. I mean, they slide under the radar. Look at the name of the team, Cincinnati. You know, yeah. nobody really, nobody really pays attention to that. So, you know, before you know it, they're knocking on the door of the playoffs, and everybody's jumping on the bandwagon, right. similar to what happened with the Saints. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I noticed Texas is six and oh two in the in the West, so they don't have a loss yet either. No, but you know, I mean that that kind of that that it surprises me a little bit more than Cincinnati. You know, even though Texas was in the World Series last year, yeah. I didn't expect them to get off to this hot of a start. To be honest with you. Yeah, that's uh, you don't see six and zero very often. That's that's two straight series sweeps. Yeah, that, that's rolling. That's 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 big for baseball. Yeah, you know, that's big. a nice streak. Good streak. So, uh, well, that about wraps up our New York sports. We could probably stay all night and talk about other teams and and, uh, and divisions and leagues, but uh, this is just our recap. So that's your recap for April, uh, where are we at? April 6, 2011. Uh, you got your Mets scores. You got your Knicks. Uh, the Knicks are, uh, are looking good, sixth seed. They beat Philly, and they're going to play uh, New Jersey on Friday. So uh, hang in there, and we got three more games in this year. Uh, no, sorry, four more, including New Jersey. And the Mets drop one to Philly, but they're going to have the rubber match tomorrow. So as soon as we can get another show on, a recap, it'll either be tomorrow or Friday, uh, and we'll get you some more scores and, and highlights and let you know what's going on. T. Belv, thanks for the show, man. Great job as usual. And uh, you what too. was your you what too, was your buddy. big what was your big prediction? Uh, uh, that they're gonna Nick's take... heat in the round one. Nick's going to get the win. We're going to beat New Jersey, All definitely. Right. Don't forget, we're beating we're beating Jersey. That's our. Uh, Gotham Sportscast prediction for the for the day. Um, I don't know if it's that out on a limb, but uh, the big one would be he's already predicting Jersey or sorry New York to beat out Miami in the first round. Not yeah. that you're not going to be the only one to pick that, but it's pretty bold no. to pick that now. Yeah, I mean it is, and I'm going to predict that um, you know Miami is going to be there in that number three because I think the Celtics are going to hold down to two, and I think uh, the Bulls Bulls are a lock for the one. Um, and then, uh, you know, when we do the full show this weekend, we're going to get in real intense. We're going to be doing some Yanks. We're going to be doing a little Mets, a little Knicks, and we're going to get real intense get some with guests. some predictions for baseball. Us going to be predicting. The guests are going to be predicting. It's, it's going to be an extravaganza. Relax. Relax. You're heating up, man. You're on fire, yeah. brother. I'm on fire today. On I'm fire. on fire. The Knicks got me pumped up. Nothing like the Knicks winning a game like that. Nothing like the Knicks going on a winning streak. The Knicks are back. Robbie J, like you said, you hibernated through it. Well, we've been here sitting through it for the last eight years, and we deserve to be fired up, Knicks fans. You know it. Oh, yeah. Let's get out the extinguisher. Calm down, Belves. 
All right, man. Let's get out of here. I'll let you take a cold shower, and uh, we'll pick <laughs> it up tomorrow or Friday. Thanks for listening, guys. Adios. Bye.